few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand.
welcome back to the Boneyard. I'm Doc, and this is another spine-tingling episode. Uh, that song I picked for the opening, uh, uh, this one is called Cult of Personality, and it's uh, a cool tune that came out back in 89 by uh, Corey Glover and the Boys of Living Color. Just kind of thought it would maybe set the tone for what we're going to talk about this week. I was kind of toying around with the ideas of uh, different podcasts, and uh, this one just kind of struck a note. It's a uh, five-word, or correction, five-letter little spine-tingler I'll call trust. T-R-U-S-T. Now, the textbook definition of this word is a firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of someone or something. Folks, what in the hell has happened to this damn country? This is not going to be a political rant or rave I'm just, I'm just a normal Joe, so to speak, trying to make a living, trying to do what's right, trying to take care of my family. But I got to tell you, folks, there's a, a lot of distrust nowadays. Uh, there's distrust in Washington between the discourse between politicians and their constituents, uh, at least the ones that aren't in their pocket or so to speak. Uh, there's a lack of trust between law enforcement and the civilian population. What in the hell is going on? That's, that's my question, folks. How do you know who to trust? How do you know what to trust? We turn on the, the news, the major news networks. How do we know what they're telling is accurate? How do we know that what they're telling is not just their spin or their interpretation of things to get you to side with them. Seems like a pretty logical question, doesn't it, folks? Well, I got to tell you, I am uh, disgruntled, man. I'm, I'm pissed at the way things are going on, to tell you the truth. Uh, <clears throat> I'm a veteran. I fought for this country. I firmly believe in the, uh, the freedom of assembly, lawful assembly, uh, the freedom of free speech. You know, that's, that's every American's right to do so. You are free to say whatever you, you choose to say. However, there are consequences for what you say. And uh, the time is coming, folks, where we're going to have to pony up and uh, put on our big girl panties and, and own this shit. Because, folks, it's not getting any, any better. It's We are headed down a slippery slope, and once we get at the bottom of that rabbit hole, we are screwed. Just take a moment for that to sink in. Now, I am not an attorney, but I'm going to throw out two words, slander and liable. Slander occurs when a person's character has been defamed verbally. This also includes spoken words, gestures, sounds, and it could even include facial expressions. This is my definition, folks. Slander is often difficult to prove as the action, if the action has not been recorded in any way. Now, folks, having said uh, the definition of slander, liable, which is the uh, flip side of that coin, uh, basically pertains to uh, any defamation in written form. Folks, if you put a comment out on the Internet, a tweet on Instagram, a comment on Facebook that someone does not like, they can construe that as slander. Come on, folks. Have we really come to the point where things have gotten that bad 
that we as a society are so thin-skinned that we let someone's words affect us in such a way? Hell, when we were growing up, I was the victim of a bully. Uh, not proud of that, but yeah, you know, I was kind of a whippy kid growing up. <clears throat> I wasn't assertive and all that. Times were different then. You know, not saying it's right or wrong. You know, that's, that's in the past. But I've learned to develop a tough skin. People are going to say what they say, regardless of what you think. If you don't like it, that's fine. That's your choice. But to be afraid to speak up about the issues because of someone's reaction or fear of retribution, what the fuck is going on, folks? This is not an enticement to shout on a corner with a megaphone, anti-Semitic, racial slurs, things like that. No, folks. How about we stand up for the issues that are important to us? And how about we stop being sheep, being led by popular opinion, and those in government? How about we, we question things? How about we say, no, nah, man, that, that's not right. I don't think you're putting the whole story out there. We used to do that. We used to question every damn thing. But somewhere along the line, we lost our, our, our sense of inquisitiveness. We are too trusting. That's going to be your downfall, folks. Yes, it is important to have trust. And trust is an earned quality. You have to earn trust. But once you violate that trust, what else is there? You know, the, the founding fathers wrote out the Constitution. They wrote out amendments to the Constitution. The government in recent years has pretty much destroyed the trust in this country that the Founding Fathers laid that foundation in when they drafted the Constitution. In doing so, they knew that people aren't perfect, but they've also built in safeguards and protections that are being whittled away constantly. And we as a society are being too trusting. The government knows what we need. They'll take care of us. Well, let me tell you, folks, and I'm going to throw this out there because this is a safe zone but not a comfort zone. I don't trust the government as far as I can see them. Now, I have served the government most of my adult life. I was the, uh, the military end to their, uh, their foreign policies. Yeah, I get it. I don't trust the government. Now, let me clarify something, folks. I do not trust some of the politically appointed individuals that are in office. Not going to name names, not going to start political bashing any candidate or any, anyone in office. Uh, we need a government as a whole. We need a government to keep our best interests at heart. This is not an anti-government rave. I am not condoning stockpiling weapons and, and committing massive acts of treason against the Constitution of this country? No, that's not what I'm saying, folks. I'm saying we need to stand up. We need to question things that we do not agree with. Just because it's a law doesn't mean it's fair.
Laws can be changed. Ideologies can be changed. We just have to stand up, folks. You know, the way we stand up is we vote. Don't vote for potential handouts or things that you think you're getting for free because there's always a cost associated with. Sadly, one of the uh, Democratic platforms from this last election was uh, COVID relief and the uh, stimulus checks you know, that, that were being promised to, uh, to those under a certain wage cap. Uh, that swayed a lot of votes from Republican to Democrats because of that, that money. But what folks don't realize is, is there's a difference between what you received and what you and your children are going to have to pay back. And we're talking, and these facts are from the government accounting office, folks, not me. Uh, feel free to, to go to uh, the government accounting office and look up the uh, COVID-19 Fiscal Relief Act. Uh, it's going to cost at least $5,200 per person for each one of these, these COVID relief checks. Now, I'm not a mathematician, but if you get $1,200 from the government and you have to pay back more than $5,000, well, I'm going to let you do the math on that, folks. And let us not forget that the government shut everything down. So this little monetary gain that we think we're getting isn't jack shit, folks. Not when you compare to the billions in lost revenue that this country has sustained. Just another tidbit to think about. Also, uh, in doing some research for this podcast, uh, it's going to take until 2028 for us to stabilize economically to a point where we can actually uh, start to recover from the economic damage caused by the uh, COVID-19 pandemic. Now, please don't get me wrong, folks, when I say this. Any help from the government is appreciated, but when they act like they're doing you a favor and giving you back your own money, come on now, and then they expect to thank you for it, you should be grateful because you couldn't go to work, but they're going to subsidize your income to a certain extent and pay you unemployment. Come on, folks. Let's be realistic about that. So I kind of got off on a tangent there. Uh, had one of those squirrel moments. But it all goes back to trust. Who do we trust? Who can we trust to find those answers that we need? Who can we trust to ask those hard questions to get to those answers? It's up to us, folks. Trust in ourselves. You know, elected officials are there to represent us. Not to line their own pockets. Not to be career politicians. Let's face it, folks. Washington is full of them. Uh, the former president, Donald Trump, love him, hate him, whatever. He's not a career politician, folks. He was a businessman. One of his biggest mistakes was making the comment, of draining the swamp. Well, brother, you know, that kind of shot you in the foot because you went ahead and uh, pretty much ran into that brick wall, that Washington establishment that has been there for 40, 50 years. Uh, that's, I think, that, and this is just my opinion, I think that's, that's what did him in. 
that and all this this free love and free money from the government business. But, you know, that's another story. You know, I'm going to switch gears a little bit. Uh, before I talked about the, uh, the disconnect between law enforcement and civilians, and, of course, the talk about defunding police departments. That's great, folks. You want to defund the police? Go right ahead. Somebody breaks in your house, steals your car, robs and assaults you, don't call 911, because, quite frankly, there won't be a response. Now, as someone who has been involved in law enforcement, who's worked in law enforcement, they are an awesome bunch. They deal with the shit that people don't want to deal with. That's why they're there. Yes, there are bad cops out there, folks. It's undeniable. There are bad cops. But the good ones far outweigh the bad. They are tasked with dealing with the worst that humanity has to offer. In the most unpleasant circumstances, they don't get thank yous enough. And yet we take pot shots at them. Now, when a police officer takes that oath to protect and serve, there's a lot of responsibility that comes with that, folks. Not going to lie. There's also a lot of power. Uh, You have a badge. You have authority by whatever municipality you serve to enforce those laws. Yes, you can take away someone's freedom if they break those laws. And you also have an opportunity to use deadly force if it's so needed. You have that power to take a life. God forbid you're placed in that position, but yes, they are parts of the job. There's no officer that I've ever ever been around that wants to have to pull the trigger. None. That's something you can't take back. That's, that's a finality that you cannot undo. Um, in this country, there is a, a great deal of distrust with law enforcement. Now, some, decidedly so. Uh, I'm not going to lie, you know. Uh, Crime in in dense urban areas is a hell of a lot different than crime in the suburbs and uh, crime in rural areas. However, there used to be a climate where we were taught to respect law enforcement. That 99% of the time, law enforcement was on our side. If you didn't break a law, if you weren't a criminal... You didn't have anything to worry about. Unfortunately, that's not the case nowadays, folks. Uh, With the advent of cell phones and our surveillance society, everything is under scrutiny. Be it good, be it bad. You know, it used to be when I wore a badge, body cams were not even around yet. That was around the, the time of Rodney King. Rodney King burned in Los Angeles. Uh, body cams are not that prevalent. <clears throat> that in uh, dash cams. Now they could be a police officer's best friend or worst enemy. And like I said, folks, law enforcement is a noble, very noble profession. They're highly trained. They're highly skilled. They do a job that not very many want to do. And it's a thankless job at that. But I challenge you to do a ride-along. Go see what they see on a daily basis. Put your ass in a patrol car and respond to that shooting or respond to that assault on a senior citizen who was robbed and beaten at gunpoint or 
God forbid, have to go to someone's family and make that death notification. And then the next time you hear about police brutality, maybe that'll I'll spark a thought. Now, we live in a, a climate where everyone is always afraid of the use of excessive force. And yes, when the adrenaline gets pumping, it happens. Not going to lie, folks. We're human. If and when it does happen, I firmly believe that that officer should be held accountable for his actions. But let's not make the mistake of lumping all cops into the same basket, folks. Because at the end of the day, at the end of their shift, their goal is to go home to their families, to their loved ones, which they put their life on the line every day to protect. You know, the cops are people too. Guys, I'm going to close out this podcast here in just a few minutes, but uh, I'd kind of like to uh, go back to the old days of uh, Ronald Reagan and our our ongoing Cold War back then. Ronald Reagan had a a phrase that he used to use with uh, the Russians, uh, trust but verify. Folks, we have the ability to gain the knowledge to seek the answers to the questions that we have. Don't just accept the answer because it's given. That makes us sheep. Sheep follow blindly. Folks, let us not follow blindly. Let us stand up and ask the tough questions. Let us stand up and ruffle the feathers. Get the answers that we're entitled to because if we don't do it for ourselves, no one else is going to. As always, please send your comments, suggestions, pal, even hate mail to theboneyard2021 at yahoo.com. That's theboneyard2021.com. I'm Doc. I'm going to sign off for this week. And remember, folks, it's not the meat, the gristle, the fat, just the bare bones. See you next week.